Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 9th of November. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, this is where we tell you about the top news updates from across the world that could have a bearing on markets and business. Now the top story today continues to be crude oil. Brent crude, having tested $100 to the barrel just weeks ago, has now fallen below the $80 per barrel mark. A large reason for the rise in prices was the worry that geopolitical tensions in West Asia would pose a threat to supplies from the region. That hasn't panned out and those worries are somewhat fading. Now, with that, the attention shifts to the fundamentals. From a demand standpoint, China continues to be a drag as the largest importer of crude. Its refining margins are shrinking, its oil and fuel stockpiles are rising, and air travel hasn't yet rebounded, according to a Bloomberg report. And on the supply side, despite the extension of the cuts by OPEC+, Plus, Russian shipments are near four-month highs and the U.S. has built up its crude stockpiles by almost 12 million barrels last week. Now turning to other news, the Maharashtra government has decided to acquire the iconic Air India building at Nanaman Point, and that's in Mumbai, as you know, for just over 1,600 crore rupees. The decision was taken at a meeting of the state cabinet in Mumbai, which was chaired by Chief Minister Eknath Shinde. The cabinet has also decided to waive around 250 crore rupees of unrealized income and interest on the property, and that's based on a PTI report. In earnings, Lupin is one to watch today. Its net profit in the quarter ended September rose over three times, beating analyst estimates due to cost optimization initiatives, according to the company. It reported a net profit of just under 490 crore rupees, and that compares with a profit of 129.7 crore rupees in the comparable quarter. Now, here's a report from the Economic Times. The independent directors of Relegia Enterprises have written to regulators such as the RBI and SEBI, as well as the insurance watchdog, leveling allegations of fraud and other breaches against the Berman family, which, as you know, had made an open offer in September to acquire control of the company. The Bermans have rejected the accusations. The SEBI has asked Relegaire for evidence and documents to back the allegations that were made in a letter on the 18th of October. And it has also sought the responses of GM Financial, which was the manager of the open offer. Now, the Association of Mutual Funds in India has appointed Venkat Nageshwar Chalsani as the new chief executive officer. Chalsani will take over from NS Venkatesh, who has served two consecutive terms. Chalsani has over four decades of experience in the banking and uh, treasury space and has also served as the Deputy Managing Director at State Bank of India. Now, here's an update from the political space. The Lok Sabha Ethics Committee has investigated allegations against Srinamul Congress MP Mahua Moitra and is set to recommend her expulsion from the House. That's based on a news report by the Economic Times. The committee will meet today to adopt the draft report on the allegations against Moitra. It is learned to have also recommended an intense legal institutional inquiry on the matter within a time frame. 
Now, in international news, Eli Lilly Co. has won U.S. approval for its diabetes drug to treat obesity, uh, unlocking blockbuster sales potential uh, and sparking a battle for dominance of a market that's expected to hit $100 billion by 2030. That's according to a Bloomberg report. The weight loss drug contains the same active ingredient as its diabetes product, Munjaro, but will be rebranded as ZepBound and will cost $1,059.87 for a month's supply. That's cheaper than a similar weight loss drug that is made by Novo Nordisk, which is $1,349 per month. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed with the Dow dropping 0.1% and the other two benchmarks registering narrow gains. And two of the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started with gains of half a percent or more. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Will crude be the big talking point today? Good morning, Alex. Um, It seems to be an interesting day of trade because uh, independent of what could happen to the, what is happening in the markets, and then I'll come to that, just the number of companies that have come out with results and will react is very, very high. So just keep that in mind. But oil lower and yields lower with quant indicators still not in the greed zone. You couldn't have asked for a better setup for our market. So that is looking okay. Uh, Keep that in mind. And various studies indicate that maybe the US consumer is blinking. Does that engineer the thoughts of uh, maybe a recession or a softish landing? And does that mean people will be happy with their beliefs around what the Fed will do? That also has some bearing on what yields and markets do. So keep that in mind. But yep, a Brent below 80, 10-year Treasury yield sub 4.5%. All of that um, has led to the Asian markets gaining ahead of the, I mean, around the China inflation data as well. So that's to be kept in mind. But I'll come to the stocks to watch piece straight away because there are just so many to watch out for. Now, remember, pharma is in focus. Yesterday, Alchem, Zydus, Ipka, all of these had gone up on some very strong price volume action. And with Lupin's numbers, the way they have come out today, I would reckon that pharma remains in focus. Lupin clocked in revenues of 21%, 5,000 crores, slightly ahead of the estimated 4,800 crores. But it's their bitter performance, which was very heartening. Up 102% at 917 crores. The estimates were 788 crores. Margins at 18.21, estimated 16.4 on that base. And as a result of which, 277% uptick. More importantly, the... The number is 489 crores. The expectation was 393 crores. Strong, strong performance from Lupin remains a stock of the day. Uh, But giving it competition are a clutch of others like Concord Biotech, for example, new listing, new kid on the block. But look at the performance. Revenues up 65%. Margins from 24% has gone up to 45%. As a result of which, PAT has jumped nearly 4x to, to 81 crores from 22 crores. How do you find a fault with these numbers? Extremely strong showing. Uh, PI Industries, at the point of time when almost everything else in the agrochem space has an issue, uh, PI Industries, revenues up 19%, PAT up 43% at 480 crores versus estimated 419 crores. Margins up 164 basis points at 26% versus 24%. Strong showing there too. Tata Power, decent numbers, 12% uptake in revenue, 
at uh, at 1017 versus estimated 881 i think the margin uptake there 19.64 percent versus uh, 16.8 which is a 709 basis points expansion led to this strong q2 from companies like wellspin corp med plus ashoka buildcon Mazgon Dock, wherein the operating profit margins expanded to 79 basis points, or a Wellspin, wherein is an EBITDA profit versus a loss earlier, and revenues have doubled, could all react positively. Not quite sure of Patanjali, because while margins expanded tremendously, revenues were down 8%, but the profit after tax was up 2x, maybe that stock reacts. What will not do well? Gujarat Alkalis, revenues down 14%, margins down 1500 basis points, as a result of which there was a net loss too. By the way, 18 crores versus a profit of 60 crores. Or BHEL, revenues down or flattish, if you will, but much lower than Bloomberg estimates of 5,900 crores. They came in at 5,100 crores. But there's a net loss of 238 crores versus estimated loss of 107 crores. So not a great quarter. Weak performance, weak profit performance from Best AgroLife, Lumax Auto, Bata, uh, or an SKF, wherein the margins cracked some 910 basis points also. Uh, looked wobbly and a weak quarter two from companies like HEG, Balaji Mines, Sanofi or GNFC would mean that these stocks too could start off in the red. So please be careful. Um, one positive news flow for Genus Power. It's one orders worth 2,200 crores. So watch out for that one. Like I said, long laundry list, but a lot of stocks will react. Please hear it again if you missed out any of the stocks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, with this, Alex, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 